What's going on, guys? It is week eight of football with Taco. It's been a long, long eight weeks with all this COVID stuff going on. But, hey, football is still going on. Football is still here, guys. We still got stuff to look forward to every Sunday. People are still playing. We're still getting through all this nonsense that's going on. We got it. We're going to get a season. We're going to get a season. All right, looking back at week seven, we had eight wins and six losses on picks this week. So for the wins, we had Chargers, Eagles, Steelers, Saints, Bills, Packers, Bucks, and Chiefs. And for the losses, we had Cowboys, Falcons, Bengals, Patriots, Bears, and Seahawks. All right, we're moving right into week eight here. Thursday night football, we got Atlanta Falcons versus the Carolina Panthers. Now, they got Atlanta at plus 120 and Carolina at a minus 140. Atlanta's coming off that devastating loss to Detroit last Sunday. Like, God bless this team, man. It's 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 just like a curse. It's the Super Bowl curse. I don't know if, if ESPN is right about that, but it's almost like they're jinxed. It's crazy. Like, Gurley going down, like, just like, literally, the tip of his knee crosses the goal line to score that touchdown, and they get they get hosed on it. They got Carolina at a minus 140. They just came off a loss to New Orleans by three. They played a really good game against the Saints there. Um, I'm going to roll with Carolina this week just because I cannot get behind this Atlanta team. There are certain games you can kind of pick and pull them and plug them in maybe, and fantasy-wise, honestly, they got players on offense that can probably do damage, but damn, putting them into a parlay is like... It's always a coin toss. It doesn't matter if they're a favorite or not. So, honestly, I'm rolling with Carolina here at the minus 140. Moving on, we got the Sunday games. We got the Indianapolis Colts versus the Detroit Lions. The Colts are coming off a bye at a minus 160, and Detroit is coming off that win over Atlanta, as we just talked about, by one. They're at a plus 140 this week. This one was tough because, honestly, watching Matt Stafford and all them go down the field, against Atlanta last week was crazy. But this Colts defense is not Atlanta's defense. Atlanta's defense allows way too many points on the board. The Colts defense is not like that. Um, Coming off a bye and a lot of rest, I'm going to roll with the Colts here. Um, It's going to be a good game. I think a lot of people think it's going to be like a maybe a one-sided game on either end, but I think it's going to be a really good game. It's going to be a defensive game. Um, But I'm going to roll with the Colts here. So roll with Indy on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Moving on, we are going to uh, the Minnesota Vikings versus the Green Bay Packers. They got the Vikings at a plus 250 and the Packers at a minus 320. Now, the Vikings are coming off a bye, and Green Bay is coming off a win over Houston by like 15 points. Um, This one was pretty easy to me. Uh, I feel like, again, it's going to be a good game. I don't really see it being one-sided, but honestly, Green Bay is just another animal this year. Even though they've had certain things that they kind of need to work on before playoffs and all that, they're going to be a playoff team. I don't see Minnesota really putting any of a fight up against that. Uh, I'm going to roll with Green Bay coming on Sunday this week. Moving on, moving on, we got the New England Patriots versus the Buffalo Bills. Now, the Pats are at a plus 170, and the Bills are at a minus 200. So last week, (laughs) I picked the Pats to win over San Francisco because I felt like it was a must-win game for the team. Yeah, that didn't happen. They got blown out by 30. (laughs) Um, That was just 
awful watching that game. It was awful. There was no offensive flow. Cam Newton looked lost. This defense is like showing where the opt-outs happened in the beginning of the year. It's just, it was tough. Jimmy G just kind of went off on the team. Um, they're playing the Bills this week, and even though the Bills kind of had like a really weird game against the Jets, they couldn't really get much going. Um, I'm going to pick the Bills this week just because I'm not going to be biased and pick the hometown team, even though I really want them to win. I don't know if they're going to win just because of that last game I watched last week and the last couple games. It's been really rough. So it's really going to come down to what Bills got in store and if he can like turn something around. But I got the Bills minus 200 this week against the Pats. All right, now we got the Tennessee Titans versus the Cincinnati Bengals. The Titans are at a minus 250, and the Cincinnati Bengals are at a plus 205. I tried to be consistent with them. I love Joe Burrow, man. I do. This dude's a sicko. But Cincinnati, it's just another team. They just can't get it done. They cannot get it done. And honestly, they lost to Cleveland by three without OBJ. Shout out to that, man. I hope he has a quick and awesome recovery man i hope he comes back and just kind of kills it because i don't know what was going on in cleveland when they weren't really getting them the ball i don't know if it's baker i don't know if it's something else with the coaching or something like that but much rest to him hope his recovery is speedy so he can get back into the on that field and catching some crazy balls again um but again i don't know what's going on with cincinnati man i said i was going to try and be consistent i've tried to pick them week in and week out against matchups where i thought they would win and it's just they, they can't hold out on defense. That defense just can't save a game for their life. Um, the Titans just came off a loss to Pittsburgh, but it was by three. They played a really good game. Pittsburgh is like the real deal, so I don't know why everybody was really giving the Titans a lot of heat for that. Uh, I'm going to roll with them bouncing back uh, at a minus 250, so pick the Tennessee Titans on Sunday. Moving on, moving on. We got the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Cleveland Browns. We got the Raiders at a plus 125 and the Browns at a minus 145. Now, the Browns are coming off a win over Cincinnati, like we just talked about, by three. Um, Baker threw a game-winning touchdown, basically, at the end of the game uh, to one of his back-end receivers. Uh, so, we'll see what happens with that. Maybe, maybe Odell being not plugged in, not being plugged into that offense will help them. I don't really see how that's a thing pass-wise, but uh, I don't know. Chubb's coming back in a couple weeks, so you never know what could happen there with the run. Um, even so, and even though the Raiders just came off a loss to Tampa Bay by 25, I can kind of see the Raiders beating this Browns team coming on Sunday. Um, it's just something about them I, that, that I can't really put my finger on. The Raiders are just kind of like that defensive team that can kind of just make things happen, and Baker is really known for making mistakes, and if they can catch a really big lead against them, I think they'll run away with it. I'm going to roll with the Raiders at a plus 125 here this week. Um, They're short OBJ. I know they just kind of had that game-winning drive against a Cincinnati team, but let's be honest, that Cincinnati defense isn't really anything to talk about. Um, This Raiders defense is a little bit more in-depth, I'd say, than that, so I'm going to roll with them coming Sunday. All right, now we got the biggest odds differential that I've seen all year. We got the New York Jets versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, they got the Jets at a plus 1,200 and the Chiefs at a minus 2,800. I don't even know why I'm talking about this. This is crazy. Minus 2,800? 
That means that if Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey did not play this game, there is still that much of an odd that they will still win this game without any issues. Adam Gase, you need to go. The Jets are atrocious. That is like a dumpster fire inside of a giant dumpster that's on fire. I don't understand. I I just don't understand. It's like tank for Trevor Lawrence. He don't want to play for y'all. He don't. This team is terrible. Like I could literally, like I said, Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, uh, the the guy that's at running back now, the the Craig Edwards Hilaire guy, everybody. You could Kelsey take them all off the field. They don't even need to play. They don't even need to play. Put the backup in. Like I'm sorry, New York, but don't worry. I'm gonna get to the Giants too. But damn, the Jets, man, y'all, y'all are just like making a fool out of yourselves with this. Like, y'all need to get rid of Adam Gase quick, fast, and in a hurry. I know I'm kind of going off, but sheesh, this, this Kansas, it's minus 2,800 on the odds. Minus 2,800. That means that they literally are giving you a 0% chance to win this game. Like, zero. They might as well have made it minus 5,000. All right, moving on. We got the San Francisco 49ers versus the Seattle Seahawks. So the 49ers are at a plus 130, and the Seahawks are at a minus 150. So we just talked about San Fran. They just came off that win over New England uh, by 30 points. That was a really big win for them. Uh, And Seattle just came off that really close-ass game to Arizona. They lost by three. Um, Shout-out to DK, man, on that chase down. Oh my god, he ran that dude down the field like he was Ben Watson chasing uh, Champ Bailey. I was like, holy crap, he was running that dude down. Uh, shout out to Arizona, though. They they really showed out there. Like, Colin Murray did his thing. He really did his thing. And I mean, like, shout out to that Arizona team, man. That Seattle Seahawks team is no joke. They just added Carlos Dunlap, too, to this team. Like, it's about to be a problem in Seattle in that division for them. Like, they're going to be crazy good coming up these next couple weeks, I feel like. Um... And I feel like that is gonna. This is gonna be their bounce back game. Even though San Fran just came off that big win against New England, I don't really see the Seahawks losing two games in a row. And this would be that game that they could come back and score a lot of points. So I'm gonna go with Seattle uh, on Sunday. Moving on, we got the L.A. Chargers versus the Denver Broncos. Don't know why I just said it like that. The Denver Broncos. The Chargers are at a minus one seventy five, and the Broncos are at a plus one fifty. So. <clears throat> The Chargers are coming off a win over Jacksonville by 10, and the Broncos are coming off that loss to KC by, like, 27. Um, This Denver Broncos team is is good, but it's just not, like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, they beat the Pats. They've had some issues here and there, but it's like, Phillip Lindsay's down. Your running back just got basically arrested for a DUI. I won't even say basically. I'm just saying that for his account to make him not look as bad. (coughs) Melvin Gordon. Um... But it's just like, I don't, I don't know. I can't get a feel for this team because Drew Locke is actually a really good QB, like, overall, I think. I'm not going to say, like, really good above other people, but if we're talking about plugging him into this team with what he's got with Judy and all them, he's done pretty damn well, I'd say. Um, but the Chargers are just something else. I think that their defense is really clicking. Like, they're a seasoned team. Their defense always clicks, like, right at one certain point in the season, and this is that point, I feel like. So I'm going to roll with the Chargers on Sunday at minus 175 there. All right, now we got the L.A. Rams versus the Miami Dolphins. 
So they got the Rams at a minus 210, and then they got the Finns at a plus 175. So the Finns are coming off a bye, and the Rams are coming off a win over Chicago by 14. That was a huge game on Monday night for the Rams, honestly. As much as I really wanted the Bears to win because I could have saw that they could win that game, it just it just shows that they are vulnerable, they are beatable. Like, it, was, it wasn't a fluke... Oh, my God, I can't even speak right now. It wasn't a fluke game when... Tampa Bay lost to them. It's they're a good team, but they are vulnerable and they can lose. This LA Rams team, that defensive line is always been scary and they just kind of like pop out here and there, but that defensive line is something like you can rave about for that Rams team all day long. Like that is something else. Um I can honestly see them beating this Miami team, even though Miami's kind of coming off the bye, coming off a break. Um, I can see them winning uh, fairly easily against this team. So I'm going to roll with the Rams, uh, minus 210. Coming up after that, we got New Orleans Saints versus the Chicago Bears. Now, we just talked about the Bears. They just came off that loss to the LA Rams by 14, and the Saints just had a win over Carolina by three. Uh, Saints played a really good game uh, against Carolina, honestly. They didn't have to put up too many points, but they they did pretty well. Uh, Drew Brees is kind of getting back into a swing of things after being in like a weird, weird, like he wasn't slumping, but he was kind of just playing weird for the last couple games, uh, in my opinion. But he kind of put that put that aside against Carolina and did his thing. Um, The Bears, we were just talking about them. The Bears, are like I said, they're a good team. They're a really good team. Foles being plugged into this offense is a little too early. Uh, I don't really know how this is going to pan out later on in the season. This could either be really good or really detrimental because it's easy. They're going to get all this bull out of the way now and be really good come playoff time. And you don't really have to worry about all the stuff that I'm talking about right now. Or he'll play really good from here on out. And then come playoff time, he'll be too gassed. And then we'll be saying, damn, he had all his good moments now. So honestly, it's tough call. Saints at minus 210. I'm just going to go with the safe pick here just because I feel like the Saints could win this one pretty damn easily just offensively. Uh, So I'm going to roll with the Saints there. Moving on, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Baltimore Ravens. This is probably going to be the best game of the day. Like I I say best game of the week, honestly. And I don't think anybody could really disagree there. Uh, They got Pittsburgh at a plus 170, and they got the Ravens at a minus 200. Now, the Ravens are coming off a bye, and Pittsburgh's coming off a big win over Tennessee by three. All right, so here's the thing. Pittsburgh can realistically run away with this game if they want to because defensively, the run is not penetrable for that defense. So if they can stop Lamar Jackson from creating any type of flow from him like escaping the pocket and they can't get a play action going, it's just going to be like the game with Tennessee, and they'll realistically just kind of keep a lead over them because they can force them to punt so many times, I feel like, if they can keep Lamar Jackson from scrambling because then they have no option to pass the ball. I mean, Des Bryant's still in the practice squad. We don't even know if he's going to be coming into the game yet. Um, Even with this break, like I said, they come off the bye. They got a lot of rest. I'm going to go with the Steelers plus 170. They showed me a lot against Tennessee last week. So, honestly, even though they only won by three, I'm rolling with Pittsburgh plus 170. So, you know what? Steel Curtain, you better show up. Last but not least, we got 
Monday night football. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the New York Giants. The Buccaneers are at a minus 550 and the Giants are at a plus 400. I'm on that ass, New York. Don't worry. Jets fans, don't worry. I got the other side too. Don't worry. Y'all, the Giants just came off a loss to Philly by one. To Philly. Y'all know how I feel about the Eagles right now, right? Like, I picked them to win because they were playing the Giants. Because New York cannot get a handle on their teams. Football-wise. I'm not going to talk about other sports, but football-wise. Y'all, what are you doing? This I saw a post the other day that said that Danny Dimes might be a bigger bust than... Uh, what was it? Uh, Campbell from the Raiders. That... Wow. Like, wow. I'm not Campbell. What am I saying? Um, Russell from the Raiders. Russell, the guy who literally, literally was, like, stealing money from Oakland for years. Russell, and he's literally matching up with him stat-wise, and he's playing the game. Like, what? And they drafted this dude when? When did they draft any dimes? And that's just my thing, man. I don't know what's good with these New York teams. You hire the ex-Cowboys coach who literally could not get a win to save his life either. And you think that's going to help you? If I'm Saquon, I'm off this. If I'm Saquon, I'm off this. Like, as soon as possible, as soon as my contract is able to go, I'm out of New York. I don't want to be there anymore. Like, after that injury, I don't want to be behind that line. Why would you want to be? So, if you was wondering, I'm picking Tom Brady and the Buccaneers by a million. By a million. Because you know what? New York can't get it done. And you know why I might be saying that as a, oh, it's a typical Boston fan. I don't care. Y'all are trash. Like, y'all are trash. Jesus. All right, I'm moving on to the spread picks because you know what? These New York teams got me fired up today. They got me fired up. They got me real fired up. So, spread picks, we got the Atlanta Falcons at a plus two and a half. The Detroit Lions at a plus two and a half. The Green Bay Packers at a minus six and a half. The Bills at a minus three and a half. The Titans at a minus 5.5. The Raiders at a minus 2.5. The Chiefs at a minus 19.5. Honestly, wouldn't really plug that in, but I mean, if you're going to, obviously, it's going to be the Chiefs. Uh, San Fran plus 3. Chargers minus 3. Rams minus 4. Bears plus 4. Steelers plus 3.5. And and Tampa minus 10.5. I was 6 for 13 last week on the spread pick, so it was a little less than 50%. Trying to get a little bit uh, higher up on my percentages spread pick-wise this week. I was better pick-wise, but, you know, spread kind of took a dip. So, you know what? We bouncing back. You already know. Um, It's been seven weeks. Moving on to eight weeks, guys. It's season two. I really appreciate all the support you guys been showing me. Um, I'm hoping that next season I can do this again. Uh, we're, we're rolling, guys. We're rolling. This is the eighth episode, and I'm going to be back next week and the week after and the week after and the week after. And you know what? I might even be back for playoff this year for some special episodes. You know what I'm saying? So, everybody, stay safe. I'll catch you all next week. Peace.